All right, welcome back. Just kicking it is back in the building. I'm with my compadre, the dick pen, man. How's everything going in Seattle, man? Man, rainy, rainy days. Actually, uh, a little bit of sunshine, you know, poking out today, but no, things are really good in the, in the great Northwest. How you doing out there in, uh, in STL, man? Yeah, good. It's been actually good weather here. It's been good okay. weather, actually, man. It's been cool because, I mean, shit, well, a couple of weeks ago, it was negative 10. Like, it was like negative. Right. Like, you couldn't even, like, you can't even, if you went outside even, you got, you was frozen. Like, it wasn't, don't care <laughs> how much you get pockets you got on anything it was gone <laughs> right right i heard so, yeah, that it got to, uh, to the 60s yeah go ahead yeah let's jump dude so we haven't talked in a while man so let's talk about this burke hall situation dude <clears throat> with the this thing man i mean it's it, it's a long train of how this went and, and buckhalter kind of started it uh for people that may not know he basically it was at a, like a ted talk or some kind of like conference and talking about it out loud like yeah we had a little situation with a young the, a young player on the team and then it was a vote a team vote and it was only one vote he, i mean he told everything and just was basically saying it was claudio arena the junior geo Reina. yeah man uh you know we've talked about on the show many times um you know this, this sport of football is is really like a soap opera for men and, and here just as another example uh, multiple generations was doing a little reading on this. Uh, the Rainers and the ball cultures, uh, you know, went to a primary school together. Uh, it worked their way up through the men's national team, um, you know, and, and both kind of holding positions within the, the senior U.S. Men, men's national team picture today. Uh, and, and then young Gio, you know, being a, a player on the pitch. Uh, the mom, the moms know each other. Uh, yep. Come to find the moms out played that, together uh, too, didn't they? Played together out at uh, North North Carolina, I believe it was, uh, and, and that's where the uh, the actual observation of the abuse uh, took place. I guess it goes back to them being, you know, eighteen. Buckhalter, you know, he claims drunk and fueled night, you know, young and dumb kind of deal. But uh, you know, in the modern Me Too age, that's that's obviously unacceptable behavior, uh, with, no matter the reason. And uh, yeah, man, flip it back over to you, man. I, yeah, that's where we are. <laughs> Yeah, and and so then you have Ernie Johnson involved as well, who's a U.S. national legend as well. He's over. Then she she basically like, hey, this happened. What you gonna do about it? I, she claims she told him a long time ago. I don't know when this this timeline because it happened in '91. So right, it's like, right. I mean, <clears throat> damn. But then a part of me is like, Bokar should just kept it close on it because he know they got dirt on him. Almost it's almost too. All right, you know, I kind of played your son out there. Maybe he was acting up. Maybe he was not doing what he was supposed to be doing. But I'm just gonna keep it to my best. All right, let's let's keep move forward. Uh, the Copa America is gonna be in the U.S. Uh, uh, coming up in, in next year. Next year, no, 2024. Yeah, next year. So let me just move forward towards that, and let's just let me see if I can get enough get this World Cup 2026. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really, um, really strange how this has continued to move forward because, like you said, ball culture was up for contract renewal. So you would think he wouldn't want to bring any uh, unwanted attention to himself, and he's done just the opposite, right? Uh, it sounds like, you know, the blackmail piece of this, and that's why he tried to get out in front of it and apologize. And I mean, if, if, if you have a player on the current men's roster whose mother is attempting to blackmail the, the head coach, that's that's a hell of a problem man, right there and uh you know what what's the future i think that reina 
uh, Geo, he has a bigger future, you know, with the men's national team than Bokhalter does. Oh, by far. Um, you know, I, I semi pleased with what we saw at the World Cup, but uh, not still not enough. Um, what what's the future hold? Do they bring him back? How do they justify it in the two era? Back. I think he's not coming back at all. Right. There's no, it's no way he could come back. Because okay, so and because Geo's going to be on this squad regardless <clears> of what moving forward. So are we going to yeah. have a thing where you're back in the locker room with with the mom who's snitching and that and then Geo <laughs> comes in a little puffed out chest like, oh, I ain't playing. Oh, word? Right. Let me call mommy up. Right. You know, we've seen, uh, we've seen this happen in other sports, like with the Lakers, when the uh, guy snitched on his, you know, to the girlfriend that he was cheating. Then Russell. You know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's almost one of those things where somebody has to be dismissed, sent away, basically never be heard of again. And I think that's the, the coach. I, and I think their next coach is Jesse Marsh from Leeds. Mm. I think that's the next, I, th I think that's the makes the most sense, the best with what it is. He was already in line potentially to be the next U.S. coach. Yeah. You know, Leeds is having trouble right now, a little bit in the table. It'd be a perfect thing if he keeps them up and then just says, you know what, I'm going to be the U.S. national coach and rebuild himself. And then Buckhalter, he went, they said in general, he was thinking about anyway going back into being a manager for a European team anyway. He was thinking right, about right. it. So just go ahead, leave off, let Jesse Marsh come in. And he's young, you know what I'm saying? Like all those kind of things for your upcoming World Cup is all kind of built in him. Yeah, I see that. And I think that's a good a good choice. I heard, uh, and who knows if it's just rumor, but they were trying to get Zinedine Zidane uh, and try to I go mean, with the international. How much money are they going to have to pay him? I mean, that's that's the whole U.S. national. What, are they going to be on buses now? Like, is that, that's the whole Man, bunch. Well, they, they say he pretty quickly turned down the job. But I, I see what you're saying on, on Marsh. Being in the Premier League, he's going to have that credibility, the pace of the game, the, the current tactics, you know, the European game. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I think that's And he's easy. coaching up three, what, three U.S. players is on his squad. He's coaching them up. Right. I mean, Tyler right. Adams is like an all-star. Like, like yeah. Bonafide all-star, you know, out there yeah. with them, as well as, uh, I believe, uh, who else? Oh, uh, what you call it on there, too? Arrington. Right. Right. No, that's a totally a good fit. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I I, I think that's that's the way the U.S. teams kind of got to go um, moving forward uh, with that. So, let's get into the Premier League, man. Uh, are you uh, uh, are, are, are you in Palpatine mode? Because that that's been one of my <laughs> biggest uh, clips going on. No, man. No, man. You know, I, I was down in the dumps for a while. You know, man, I, I really start questioning my allegiance to this club sometimes. But <laughs> I, I, I feel like we're back, man. You know, I see them splashing the cash. I'm not worried about, you know, financial fair play right now. But, uh, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's real close where it's like, how much, how much y'all really trying to spend? You know, and I think, I think even the, the uh, financial rules are going to have to change because I think your average player now is 80 to a hundred million dollars. I mean, if, if young and a lot of upside, that's an 80 to a hundred million dollar transfer, no matter what. And so I think that the fair play rules are going to have to adjust to absorb that because we're just starting to see that as, as a new trend. Everybody's almost a hundred million dollar man. So. So let's, let's, so Chelsea, y'all are y'all back? Like, are we are 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 you still have top four uh, aspirations? You know, you know the, uh, the the group chat. You know that there's some uh, some some highly uh, questionable opinions being splashed around in the group chat. I see the little one chiming in. Hi. <laughs> um, hey, Xander. How you doing? Hey, you looking cute today? 
<laughs> Got the backpack on. <laughs> um, yeah. So you is so top four is still in the mix for you. You feel like? Uh, you know, you know, I, I think top four is is a good goal for us, man. I mean, uh, Arsenal is is definitely doing their thing. We're seeing some of the big clubs really start to falter. I mean, just look at what happened at the weekend with with you guys beating City. I didn't see that coming. So I, I think it's possible, man. I, I think we could run the table and get back to top four. It's gonna be. I mean, it's it's. I mean, I don't know if Newcastle's gonna fall though. That's the thing. It's like every week I'm like, all right, th this is it. Especially the Fulham game. Uh, and did you see the Fulham game? The I Fulham did. And I saw the highlights. I saw highlights. Did you see he double kicked that PK. Yeah, I've never yeah. seen it. I didn't even know it was a rule. That was terrible. Oh yeah. Oh no no no. I, mean, no, I know no, it's a rule, yeah, but it's like that's like something that's like a like like when you're like a kid that happens where you're like, oh yeah, you can't right. double kick it. You don't respect right. professionals to do that. No, no, you really don't, man. And uh, somebody of, of his caliber to do that, oh, that's that's crushing. Yeah, so I mean, it's going to be, uh, since we're talking about rules, we might as well get to the Manchester Derby. Um, Man, what a tough Great win for uh, the, the, the home team. Um, I don't see anything wrong with anything that was called on the pitch, but I feel that Manchester City was flopping. <clears throat> that was something that was not, they were like literally trying to, like falling down and get penalties. I'm not really buying that. I mean, Manchester City, arguably the most skillful, you know, team in all of the Premier League. So that's rubbish to even think that they're using that as a tactic to. I didn't, that, but I'm just saying they, 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 they kind of soft. They're kind of soft. You, I mean, that's really thinking highly of your club, suggesting that they need to do that to defeat your club. I didn't club. say need to. I said they were. <laughs> that doesn't need to. You don't need to do okay. a lot of things. But they were out there. You, they were just, Kyle Walker's falling all over the pitch. You know, every every moment, you know. Man, let's get straight into it. I mean, listen, we've all played the game. We've all watched the game. 99 out of 100 times, that would have been whistled offsides. The referees always err on the side of caution when it comes to offsides, number one. So that, that's one reason why they should have blown the whistle. The second thing is it's all about – impacting the goalkeeper and the players around the goalkeeper. So, I mean, little things like the angle that the goalkeeper takes to the ball is different based on the position of the offside player. Uh, also, I kind of felt like Rashford fainted, you know what I mean? They gave him the old hezzy, and that also impacted the goalkeeper. So that's another reason to blow the whistle because you are impacting the play. And so for that goal to stand, man, it's, it's just completely bizarre in a game of that magnitude, Derby day. What, what I, mean, I, I disagree. Uh, I, I get your point, but also Rashford is when he realized he was fully off, he got to try to get away from the ball. That's the thing that got the VAR to be like, you know what? He tried to move away from it. Like, like let me let me get brace off of it. And he got through with it. Intent is has nothing to do here. Um, so you're talking about intentions. I'm talking about literally what happened. And he is absolutely impacting the other players around him. It's just simple as that, man. You know, listen, take the three points and, and yeah. move on. But you got to understand. You, you, you oh, no, we got over on it. It, it, was a, it was a real touch and go situation. Okay. He, I I'll, mean, do you think the second one was um, was offsides? I'm, I'm talking about the one where Fernandez. No, I'm talking about the second one too, because people were debating that second goal as well. The being second outside. one, no, the second one, no, no. I, I think that was okay, but that that first one, yeah, that was rough, man. 
Yeah, I mean, it's, it, I mean, you get, but you got to give credit to Ten Hog here. Uh, as Heisenberg Hog, as I'm starting to call him, he's, he's out. I mean, he has literally turned this team around. We're not high scoring. We're not going to come out there, but we're going to fight. We're going to brutalize you. We're going to be out there push, pushing you down. Listen, I, I, it sounds really good, man. And, uh, and your hate is super strong for this. Like you, this it, it hurts you, I know. This team, no, 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 this no. team flying it's, high. You know what it is? It's just so funny to watch the, the ups and downs with you, man. Um, you, you think that it's starting to, to come together. You it is, it. though. Like, we have, we've only lost one game in 12. I, I, it's I not an up and down. I want to see a string of these sorts of performances. We have. We didn't give no. up a goal. We've only given up two goals <clears throat> in nine games. I mean, and you guys do have a nice collection of players. And again, I think that you guys are a top eight club. You know, that's what I really see. You guys top like three. A, listen, the dust is far from settled, man. But hey, listen, today that's correct. Today that is correct. Yeah, I mean, you got it. I mean, the, the biggest issue with Man U was we didn't have a CDM. Casemiro came in and settled everything. And everybody looks so much better defensively, everything, because we don't have to worry about backtracking now. We don't have to worry about that. So now Rashford and those wingers can fly up and not have to worry about anything in the middle anymore. And that's yeah. been that's been the big thing. Now, you guys are a fun club to watch. I will give you that. I, I do yeah, enjoy we come watching. Out there, we and, you know, it's, a, uh, it's, it's refreshing. See, next week is going to be big. I'm not saying that. If we if we're in a title race necessarily yet, like some other Man U fans are saying, if we win next week, we're in a title race. Okay, yeah. Winning okay. At, right. Winning at Arsenal, we haven't won at the Emirates in I don't know how long. Yeah, no, so that's, a, that's a massive. It's a massive match, man. But I could just see your campaign start to crumble with a, a epic loss, a shellacking, should I say? So Arsenal, that, that you young, think so? Yeah, that. Yeah, I like that young Arsenal team. No, 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 they're nice. They're nice. I, I but I, it's something about if, if you because Martinez is coming back into the fold from the World Cup tour. He's been doing kicking it. It's, it's he likes to fight, and Arsenal has a team that works on finesse. Yeah, yeah, you know, but I'm seeing Lynn, uh Odegaard. He he's he's coming good. I don't know if you saw the strike he had at, at the weekend. Um, I mean, he, he he's pulling all the strings and putting the ball in the back of the net. And listen, I, I like that Arsenal team, man. I do. No, no, they're doing it. They're doing it. I'm 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 very this. I'm I'm keeping my. I'm still top four, but I'm not title race yet. Too long of a season left to go. A lot of things could go bad at any point. Some injuries, anything. Same thing as well with Arsenal. If they lose Partey, it's over for them. Yeah, you can see how critical he is talking about the unnecessary central defensive midfielder. Yeah, you know, just like to your uh, to, to your player. Though those those are key guys. Absolutely. All right, let's let's get a little bit more to the table. We have a little bit of a Spurs. Um, what, I mean, what, what where are Spurs at kind of now at this point? <clears throat> as we look at them. I really feel like they're fading, man. Uh, just kind of seems like what we've seen from them uh, year year over year. They have a lot of talented pieces. You got the Harry Canes. Yeah, you know, you got the international coach. Uh, and it just never seems to fully, fully get there. Um, I think another disappointing season for those guys. What do you think? Yeah, because I, I, I mean, if you look at them on paper, if you play with them on FIFA, it's crazy. You got Kane, mm -hmm. Son, and Richarlison up front. You would think that this would be a, a, and and uh, Basuma, uh, Hoiberg. You you would think like, oh, we they they all guns going, but right. it's not coming together. That defense is bad. I don't know. Loris is. I don't know if you got the World Cup hangover going on or what. 
don't yeah, know. Yeah, saw him giving up some softies, man. You know, you don't expect that from a, a goalkeeper. His caliber getting beat at the near post, you know, things like that. And, yeah, because he's also he's also retired, he said, from international play. He announced that last yeah. week before this game, this p- previous game. So he's not playing international anymore. So I don't I don't know. But I think it's going to be a hell of a run. I, I don't know what's going on with Liverpool right now. What do you think Liverpool? What, what's going on with Liverpool right now, man? Man, uh, they're in a rough spot as well. You know, I saw they rolled out a couple of their new transfers. Uh, what is it? Uh, Gapco? Gapco? Yeah, he took them, they took them from uh, us, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, so, I mean, they're trying to pull in the right direction. I wouldn't count them out just yet. You know, I think uh, the, this next weekend for them is huge as well, you know, how how their season's going to unfold. But uh, I wouldn't count those guys out just yet. So much time. I mean, what, Dan, how long? Because Van Dyke's out. I don't know how long he's out for, though. That's a yeah. big loss. It is. It is. But uh, got to trust in that manager, man. I think Klopp's yeah, got something. Y'all give, y'all give Liverpool just the benefit of doubt. And people <clears> in general just give them the benefit of doubt. To me, a little bit too much. They're sitting mm-hmm. 10th in the table right now, 10 points like off the top board. How yeah. are we still just believing? But they're a strong pony. I mean, when you look at how they performed the past three or four campaigns, yeah. they've been right there. So they're not somebody where, you know, they're going to panic. They understand, take it to the next level, another gear. And that's another club that I think could put on a run of three, four wins in a row. And then they're right back in the mix, man. I can see that. Yeah, they could. They could. So let's talk about Chelsea a little bit here, uh, wrapping up our uh Premier League talk uh there's uh there's uh people out there feeling as if Chelsea is copying off of uh Arsenal uh with their transfer <laughs> movements uh as of late and or just copying everyone because y'all what was y'all left for y'all feet the y'all Felix thing was copied off of us hey, the uh, the Mudrick uh, copy off of Arsenal is that the is that the moves now for Chelsea is cheating on exams that's bizarre, man. Once again, I mean, but listen, we're running a, a, a big club, okay? Mm-hmm. Not everybody is a big club. We're a big club, and that means that we have resources and tentacles all over the globe. So, yes, we're monitoring a lot of the same players that in Arsenal or Liverpool, you know, maybe monitoring, but we have the capability and the resources to actually bring those players into the club, and that's what we're demonstrating right now. Yeah, I mean, um, but so, but you're not spending money for no reason. Well, listen, it's about having the resources and bringing in the, the right fits, the right personalities, uh, even with Modric that, that was signed on over the weekend. I mean, you can see even on, on his highlight tapes, that little extra burst. Um, he didn't want to play for y'all. He didn't even want to play for y'all. That's the, he literally had a, had a whole, he said, my dream, I can't wait to play for Arsenal against me and you. Like that That's was all. his, he literally just quoted and said, he don't want to come. So why do y'all want That's a man that doesn't want to come? It's all uh, posturing, right? Contract posturing. That's what that was about, man. He want, he knows where it's at. He wants to be a blue, and he is, man. He looked very happy with, with pulling up of the jersey. Of check. I mean, yeah. this is, I mean <laughs> a very hefty you, check. Why do, y'all have fifty-five wingers at this point? <laughs> what was the purpose of even getting him? <clears throat> well, I think he's a game changer. So I, I see some extra on his tape. You know, I'm just going on the eye test. I see he's that, super extra fast. Burst, he's super fast. that extra hunger. Yeah, yeah. And I even heard they may play him up top as a striker. I think he's more of a winger, but man, it can be interesting now. It can I mean, be interesting. Because how many how many wingers do you guys have now? Like, so you guys have like seven or eight. Oh, yeah, we do. And I mean, just how many we have out on loan that were supposed to be the next big thing. Um, so, yeah, no, that's a fair, you know, critique. But, yeah, you got to keep trying. You know, it's like, you know, three little bears, man. You got to keep yeah, trying. Yeah, to okay. And now y'all paying Jao Felix 600000 a week for uh, <laughs> since he got they, – they did the calculation since he got uh, the red card. With those three games yeah. he's out, Chelsea's paying him 600000 a game now for the rest of the season. Man. 
it must be nice for him, man. But I really do think that he's a game changer. And I think he that he lights a, lights a fire under Mount and Harvitz uh, to understand that, hey, this club will spend money and we will bring in young talent at your position. And so I think that that gets those two firing and wanting to work with him. And then I see that as, you know, next year's midfield right there. You know? it's, it, but you guys got to start selling some people at some point. I think we're going to start clearing out over over the summer. I think you'll see a lot of people leaving at a discounted rate. But, uh, man, I, I like that the club is being aggressive and not just sitting back, not just sitting. I mean, look at uh, Everton, you know, you could be in that situation where the board can't even come to the to the match. So this is the complete opposite. I hear a lot of the rumblings, man, but this is a, a great thing for football that a big club is going out and trying to make it happen, trying to chase down the trophy. Yeah, so let's talk about the other end of the table. Since you brought in Everton, a great uh, segue for us. I mean, is it is this really possible that we could see Everton go down the championship? Is this a real thing? Like, like how much money could be lost by them, like, just for the Premier League, regardless of how Everton's a big club that generates a lot of cash? Yeah, man, it would uh, it would be very disappointing to see, you know, such a historic club, like you're saying, a big club go down. But I think it, it is potentially feasible. I mean, who would you rather see go in their place? You want Bournemouth down? You want uh, Wolverhampton down? Um, I don't want to see a Leicester City go down. But, uh, you know, kudos to like a Nottingham, uh, Nottingham Forest, man. I mean, they're Who's doing the business and putting up points. So, uh, yeah, that's going to be something to continue to monitor. And then also West Ham. You know, West Ham's not safe either. That's a, and that's another bigger – I mean, that's clubs in London. Like, that's that's the, the Olympic they, – their building is the Olympic building that was built when London got the, the uh, Olympic. Like, right. it's money been spent into West Ham. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a huge stadium. So, I mean, it's already – I think it's like 80,000 plus. So, it's already yeah. tough to, to have a real atmosphere on a stadium that big. And then, I mean, if they drop down, I mean, what do you, what do you get in? 20,000, 25,000? Yeah, I mean, it's – it, it, it can't, we're gonna. I think we're gonna start seeing those uh, those Buffalo Wild Wing commercials where the ref is going to stop some stuff and like, it's like, hey, we got to get this money back. You know, this ain't gonna work. Right. And listen, man. You know, with with FIFA being involved overall, I wouldn't rule that out, man. And Premier League, like you're saying, it is big business. So that's something to keep our eyes on. You know, are there any uh, interesting decisions or lack thereof that uh, allow them to stay up or gain some points. That's something I'm really going to monitor. I'm glad you brought that yeah, up. I mean, and I can't, it's like, it's like, the, and they went out and spent some money. They, I mean, they kept Gordon. Yeah. Um, they went, they got um, uh, Gardner from us. They got, uh, I mean, they got, they, they got weapons. It just, I don't, I'm not saying they're top eight, but to <clears> be in a relegation battle for them is just, it's just, it's, yeah. it's a lot. I know, it really is, man. And just very surprising. But, you know, again, I think it's healthy for the Premier League because it just goes to show you every match matters. Anybody can drop down. And those teams down in the championships, like, listen, hey, you can, you can make it. You can come up and, and, and stick around. Look at Nottingham Forest, man. So, I mean, look at Fulham. I, I like that for the parity. That as well. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're in a, they're in a, a Europa League, League spot right now. Like, that would be awesome for Fulham to get a Europa League spot. Right, right. Yeah, because I remember, man, you know, like those late 90s, Fulham was a, was a big club. You know what I mean? Yep. And so they've kind of yo-yoed. But like you're saying, now they're back in those competitions. So that's, that's great. I mean, with Clint Dempsey being there, they, I mean, they went to a Europa <laughs> League final with Clint Dempsey uh, yeah. in the early 2000s. Like, so it was, mm -hmm. Fulham has had 
and, and it's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, so he would love to have that extra cash <clears throat> come in there because oh, yeah. he's been he's been putting money in the full on line. He's been dumping money in there. Yeah, trying to get them back to a Premier League status. No, you're absolutely right. That's another good example, man. American owners are spending money in the Premier League. Yeah. Because they know it's, it's it's extra money that you don't think about for an owner. And, and, and it seems like Arsenal with that Kroenke is actually starting to try to put money. Because before it was like Kroenke just kind of had it. It was like, we dang, I, I end up owning it in an accident just because other people kind of moved and shaked around out of Arsenal. Now he's kind of actually putting money into it. Maybe because the Rams aren't good this year and it's like, all right, well, let me keep my other team doing well. I don't know how that works. But, yeah, I think uh, I think the supporters had a big a big deal, you know, with getting Crocky's attention. But you know, Arsenal they always kind of have a different uh, method on how they they do their transfers, the scouting young, and, and they tend to bring their their folks in for a pretty reasonable price. And so, yeah, no, it's just, it's good to see them really kind of clicking and, and being back. And, and I think that they are back. No, no, I, I, I quite as kept, I think I think they kind of might run away with this league, man. Yeah. I could see it. I could see it. Uh, but I also think that Pep and City, man, I think they're they're not done yet. I, I think they're no, they're not done yet. But I, but it's so much of a gap starting to open up. It's almost to think of like it's can in, they uh, eight points now? I think it is eight nine points. Yes, yeah. and and they only they still have two games against City. But okay, let's say City wins those two. There's two points sitting there right. still that you gotta but, hope that somebody jumps up and snatches for you. Yeah. And you have to win all the rest of your games as well as City. <clears throat> yeah. No, it ratchets up the pressure. But, uh, yeah, man, that, that'll keep eyeballs on the games. That's for sure. Yeah, one topic I wanted to jump into, man. Uh, it's Carabao Cup, man. Uh, these cups, man, <laughs> we got to let one of these go, man. Yeah. Yeah, man, it's too many cups. Uh, you can see, especially, like, on the mid-tier teams, the bottom-tier teams, it really puts a strain on them because they don't have the depth. Um, you know, you're playing in strange locations in the middle of the week. You're playing you know, in like Cambridge <laughs> with 22,000 fans. Like, <laughs> yeah, you're like a crawly town on a Thursday night and it's, you know, raining. It, you know, it's a but, tough But watch. it makes so much money for those lower. They said those lower clubs literally will make their whole budget off of that one of those Carabao Cup or EF, uh, e EFL games. Like, yeah. That's something else to consider. Yeah, if it's healthy for those those smaller clubs, like you said, and I can see that when Manchester United rolls into Crawley Town or something like, yeah, it's the biggest thing since since sliced bread, you know. So that makes so, sense. So, and then they're um, they're, they're, they're asked, they were asking like, how can they get the cups back up and going? And with the new Champions League setup, we get we're gonna get five teams in. Do we go to a situation where where that the the man, last cup goes that that winner gets the automatic champ, fifth hmm. Champions League qualifier? to ratchet wow. up the tournament again. That would be interesting. I mean, that really opens the door for anybody to make it to that Champions League kind of level. And I mean, that that's a hell of a hell of a And you wouldn't be sitting people like we threw out like our like our <clears throat> under 21s against Charlton last last game. Like now clubs will start playing their real players all the time more more likely to try to snatch that spot. Yeah, I see I see your point there. Yeah, I kind of like that idea, actually. You know what I mean? Because it, it's good for, for all sides, right? And it, and it gives a little something else to kind of watch on Champions League. Like, okay, how did they make it? Okay, this is the path they took, won this tournament, qualified. I like that. Yeah. And, and think about, think of what if what if a championship team that's coming up and qualifies for the Champions League and it helps <laughs> boost up their money for that moment, even though they might go out and don't make it to the next round, but there are more teams anyway now in Champions League. You get it. We get a fifth spot now. Why not spice it up and make it 
kind of more exciting. No, I totally like it. I totally like that, man. I think that's great. It's, and, it's, and I like it's to getting drainful, man. Like it's getting dreadful. <laughs> it's like people are rolling out like nobody's out there to play these lower clubs. How would that work if you did that in uh, in all the top leagues, right? So like uh, the Bundesliga, you know, the Bundesliga and the, the second second level of the Bundesliga could, could do the same thing. So you could have somebody from the second the division. DK the Pollock uh, trophy they had, the DK yeah, Pollock yeah. trophy. Like the winner of that gets automatic qualifier. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, that man, you, would see some, you would see some teams make – the only thing that I think the, the, the people would – I could see people putting all their stuff into the cup and, like, negating the actual <laughs> league play. Like, we're like, oh, yeah. Where they're rolling out lower-level players for their other games, and they putting right. up everything for the league cup. Because, like you're saying, that uh, Champions League, league exposure, even though they probably get eliminated very quickly, would, would be a huge payday. Yeah. Yeah, and you got the night games on your Tuesday and Thursday, Tuesday and yeah. Wednesdays. You're on yeah. national world TV. You know, Burnley you're on a, Center on world TV. Yeah, you're in a group with Barcelona or, you know what I mean, Ajax. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. but it's a bigger club. You just got to. You gotta make sure the little guys don't come up. You gotta knock them off and then play around <laughs> yeah. with them. Put them away. That's right. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, Pele passing, man. Uh, we lost Tough, Pele uh, a few weeks ago, man. I mean, the goat. Yeah, absolute legend, man. You know, um, we all got an expiration date. You know what I mean? Uh, I was hitting up on Twitter. I was like, hey, that's a that's a hell of a January transfer signing by by God, man. Putting Pele on the club up there in heaven, yeah. man, and. Uh, no, he did a lot for the game, man. And so, yeah, rest in power, man, for sure. Do you, do you think that it would have been uh, like like the greatness could have been like take it to another level if he really got that club level like 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 a, like, a, like Cristiano and Messi got where they're in the World Cup and they're getting this club level as well. We really only got to see Pele at the World Cup. Like if you were back then, you only got to see him then. You really didn't get to see him too much on a bigger scale playing against all these players all the time. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, I always can think about what could have been kind yeah. of deal, but uh, I think everybody, you know, blazes their own path. And I think, you know, what he did is, is important for the game here in the States, especially. Uh, I mean, it was a cash grab for him, but also talking about growing the game. I mean, like, yeah, he, he really he came has to play for like a, like Barnstorm <clears throat> up here, right? Uh, was it Metro? Uh, Metro Cosmos. Or something? Cosmos. The Co Cosmos. 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 Yep. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, man, you know, he was at, what, uh, Studio 54, and, you know what I mean? He, he, he was around for all that. He's not taking it. <laughs> yeah, you know, but, um, no, that, that was really big. Uh, yeah, man, it's tough to see him go, man, for real. Yeah, and rest in peace to great Pele. So, St. Louis City FC, man, our local club is full in action. They got their pieces. Uh, they traded away their first pick um, in the uh, draft. But it, but people are like, why they do it? It makes sense because they got some cash. Just to be able to throw out there, I think they got three hundred thousand in cash, and two yeah. other picks later on. So, yeah. as a new club, you kind of need the bread. Go ahead and take the number one pick. It's not a big deal for us. We're just trying to build here anyway. Right, right, yeah. You know, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. So, strategically, I can see see why that happened. Uh, yeah, man, it's pretty cool to see them downtown, right there by Union Station. Uh, you know, actually training. You know, putting in time on the pitch, man. So that that's kind of cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the the South African guy, uh, central defensive midfielder Blom. 
I think he's a he's gonna be one to watch, man. He's young, coming from Kaiser Chiefs. He's another one uh, on FIFA that's actually pretty nice on FIFA. Yeah. You know, <laughs> players, man, you pick up Blom, sign him to your to your fantasy team. But uh, yeah, man, I'm I'm really happy for the club, and uh, I'm really waiting to see that away jersey. We only seen a home jersey. What's that yeah, away jersey? Yeah, I see how that away one's gonna look. Yep. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see that. Do you do you think that this rivalry Kansas City will pick up as well? Oh yeah, I think that's inevitable, man. I think people are gonna be making that uh, that that highway run back and forth, you know. Um, yeah, you know, both hot bids, but St. St. Louis definitely kind of I think is gonna always be top dog. You know how we treat them, like like little bro. So, yep, you know yep, what I yep, mean? yep, yep. With everything, like it's always St. Louis is always in it. It can't see it'll never eclipse uh, St. Louis. Regardless right. of all the improvements y'all do to y'all city, it'll still be St. Louis <laughs> over Kansas City. I'm sorry for I can't see people that listen. It's just always what it is. <laughs> let the hate mail begin. <laughs> yeah, let the hate mail let the hate mail start up, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, as we wrap up, man, your top four going into the new predictions for top four. What do you have? We always end the show with our, our top four. Yeah, you know, I think this is going to end. I Listen, I think things are going to get really interesting. I, I got Manchester City still lifting the trophy, uh, although it doesn't look good. I, I see Arsenal uh, nipping at it and, and being right there, but just missing out. Uh, I think Manchester United does do the business and with a strong, you know, uh, finish coming in third. And I think Chelsea really pulls. Wow, you really got this. <laughs> listen, I know it's a long shot. I know it's a late. Sometimes you got to shoot for the hail mary, man. And, and you know that's what this is. But yeah, that, that's what I'll be looking for. Top four for Chelsea back in the Champions League. Oh, man. I'm I'm going with the top four people that are there now. Currently, Arsenal, Man City, Man U, Newcastle. I think Newcastle's going. Mm -hmm. I've been I've been saying like it's it's just bound to happen. But every week they keep on pulling it out, and I just think that <clears throat> they're drawing enough and they're winning. The, it's like a weird thing. They're winning and drawing the games they need to. So if they can yeah. just get a draw, a zero zero draw against Man City. Or man, you—that's all they need to just pick up the point. I see where you're where you're going, and I think that's plausible. But I also just see them as a building. I, I still think this season is a building season for them, and next year is when they go for the gusto. So I'm 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 predicting some sort of major uh, failure, uh, a string of losses, and, and them dropping out of that top four. Ooh, okay, so we still got Chelsea there in the top four. So Liverpool not making any of your top four. I see they're right there at five, five, six. They're right there right at five. There. So like how like. How catastrophic for you will it be if if they don't make even the top seven? Chelsea not making yeah. the top seven? It's not even something I'm willing to discuss at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even in the discussion. Speak no evil, hear no evil. <laughs> would would y'all turn down a, a Europa League invite? Listen, man, we're going to show up and shine in any tournament. But honestly, what is the Champions League without the Blues, man? Like, come on now. We've lifted that trophy multiple times. Don't forget that. Don't forget that. So you want us You want us in that top four. I mean, do we really need y'all in that top four? We don't necessarily do. You yeah. know, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I mean is, your, is your manager even going to make it through February is the next question. You know, hey, he's been given a lot of toys, man. So we're going to see how he winds them up. And, and, and Tom is going to ultimately tell. But, uh, yeah, I'm on the fence with him. I'm on the fence. And the goalkeeper position is something that, that I still feel is really shaky. 
Yeah, is Mindy hurt or like what's the deal? I think he's in the doghouse. I, you know what? I was thinking that just this weekend because there's been multiple weeks where we haven't seen any sightings of him at all. And Kepa still looks shaky. Looks shaky at the weekend. So. I mean, it's always fun when Kepa's in there. I, 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 I have I have more. Yeah, like it's always yeah. it's always going to be a good time. I see Kepa oh, go. I'm like, we got it. We're going to win. You know, it just feels like a Russian roulette for us every weekend. Like, you know. He and can, y'all he can't be let him go because he's so expensive. You can't even get rid of him. Can't get rid of him. I think he was an $80, $90 million signing. So, yeah. Because where'd he come from? I uh, was at Athletic Bal- Balboa and uh, in, in Spain. Because he's oh, Spanish. He's from Balboa, uh, Bilboa yeah. or whatever. Athletic Bilboa. Or athletic. Yeah. They call it Athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, so he exactly. bought out there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, he was he was – a, a top keeper once upon a time, but I think also the, the scouting and inflation, you know what I mean, projecting. I'm not seeing it. I'm, not seeing I'm, it. I'm just saying, look, everybody's been, everybody was doubting my boy, the Rolls Royce, Raphael Varan. Give that man his role. <laughs> he is the unofficial captain of the Manchester United squad. He's out there directing people. He just sent, he calms everybody down. Martinez is a is a is a nutcase over on the other side of him. So somebody's got to be calm when you have a man just pushing people down on the other side of the pitch. <clears throat> I just wanted yeah. to give that man his prize. That man was a great sign. And a lot of people were like, oh, he's older and the two same thing, Casemiro. Those right. brothers know what they're doing. They 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 know what they're doing. That veteran experience, now it counts, man. And uh yeah, no, you're right. Your back four looks really good and settled, man. But uh Martial, that that's the one that I'm not sure. Martial can I mean, we got Weghorst coming in. Uh, we'll see how yeah. this rolls with the with that. Yeah. I'm still shaky on that transfer. It's like, all right. I mean, I guess we needed a body. Like, it's like right. we, right. we don't yeah, have we have a whole bunch of wingers and no strikers. Yeah, he gives you something different. He's like more that target man type build. You know what I mean? So yeah, he gives you yeah, a something. You know, different. one topic I do want to cover as before we are, and we talked about this a, a little bit, and I forgot to put it up. The no the the idea of the upfront nine striker is done for maybe is it like that the Holland s type player not saying that Holland is a bad player but I'm about the idea of having like I need a number nine up top that's this guy that's going to be just my main striker it seems like everyone's got wingers now like three wingers running out there now. Yeah, no, it's been an evolution in the game, definitely, man. Um, you you don't see it as much anymore, and I think you you, you know. Teams want to be more fluid, interchanging, you know what I mean? Um, uh, just false philosophies, nine. false nights, or just want to counterattack, you know what I mean? That That's our whole thing. Um, you see a lot of teams. Remember, just just especially in the Premier League, you used to see a lot of the balls being played over the top. Like mm-hmm. now everything's ticky-tack through the middle, you know what I mean? A lot of backwards passing, a lot of side to side. Where I remember, like, you know, uh, clubs like Wimbledon, you know, they were sending the ball 50 yards yeah. over the top, you know, <laughs> try to bring it down on your half of the field and then we want to play football. Then we'll play on the floor. And I kind of missed that. But uh, I think there's still a place, man. There's still that that type of talent, uh, you know, coming. So, Yeah, I mean, because it just feels like Holland is like the last of like the big men, like like the the, the stereotypical six foot five up front striker that's going to dominate everything. You're Cristiano Ronaldo. We talked about the aging stars. That's yeah. a, that, that style doesn't beg, beg anymore, it feels like. I think it's the manager's philosophies, man. I think there's still a place. I think it's still something difficult to play against. 
Um, I mean, and, and also like you got a great defender in, in Martinez, but look, uh, stature, size, you know what I yeah, mean? He's only five, a, five you know, yeah. So he's going to have a hard time with a six, seven dude built like a, you know, a tree trunk, you know what I mean? And yeah. so I think there's, there's still a place for that kind of game, you know? Yeah. So, man, thank you all for listening. As always, it's just kicking it. We'll be back next week. We got the Arsenal game against Man U. Who do y'all have next week? Liverpool. Oh, that's old. Yeah. This yeah, is this like is this like a uh, the uh, your top four is is potentially still alive? Like in the year, it's like one in, one out. Like it's only one <laughs> one must go. <laughs> yeah, hunger, hunger games. Absolutely. Yeah, hunger games. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is. Is no, it at, uh, um? Uh, is it at Stanford Bridge? I I think it's away. No, I'm pretty sure it's away. Uh, at Anfield, so so yeah, no man, Titans uh clashing all over the place on the table this weekend. So yeah, man, all eyes on the Premier League for sure. Yeah, all eyes on it, and I thank y'all for listening. As always, we'll be back soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace.